Uh, well, we get to uh, continue. We get to continue our focus on our brothers and sisters in Israel because Rabbi Zalman Duchman is with us live via telephone. He is development director of uh, Kolel Chabad. They were founded in 1788, and Kolel Chabad is Israel's oldest and largest food security organization. And you can imagine what they've been doing since October the 7th. Rabbi Zalman Duchman, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, a, a pleasure to have you on. I'm I'm fascinated by the 1788. I, I much would rather pre- I I much would prefer focusing on what's going on today. But just give us a minute on the history of Kolel Chabad. How is it that toward the end of the 18th century they became an important institution to help those who are uh, who are needy um, uh, living uh, in in Eretz Israel. It's a fascinating story, the entire history of uh, all throughout the generations. It was uh, every Jew, every Jew always dreamed to go to Eretz Israel. The Baal Shem Tov, and together with the, the rise of the Hasidic movement, um, going to Eretz Israel was central and essential. The Baal Shem Tov himself headed out on the journey towards Eretz Yisrael. They, some say made it to, to as close as Istanbul. His brother-in-law, um, Gershon Kutuvet, actually also headed out to Eretz Yisrael and um, actually made it to Eretz Yisrael. But really the first time there was a group of Hasidim was in, uh, um, uh, set, was in 1773, together with Mendel Haradaker and 300, um, 300 um, Hasidim of the, uh, the Baal Shem Tov and then the Magid of Mezrich that headed towards um, Eretz Yisrael. And uh, the Alter Rebbe himself, um, the founder of Chabad, the Balatanya, also was part of that group. And he also headed Eretz Yisrael with him and his brothers and his children. Um, uh, there were six families together. And as they were about to board the boat, the uh, other Talmidei HaMagid, ha- ha- the other students of the Magid, turned to the Rav uh, Shnei and said that we're leaving um, the Jewish community in uh, what was Russia, then um, void of leadership. And they asked him to stay back to serve as uh, the uh, Rebbe that would be left in Russia when the other Hasidim went to Eretz Yisrael. A short while later, they received notice of the dire situation. And even though they brought with them a lot of um, uh, provisions to sustain themselves as they traveled, there were other people that joined their group. As they stopped through Istanbul, there were people that joined their group. Um, Later, they had a tragedy. There was both that capsized. A fascinating story of how. And um, a short while later, they received a message about the dire situation. And that's where Rabbi Shneir Zamlav Liadi, the author Rebbe himself, started to raise funds for what later became known as Kolel Chabad. At that point, it was just called Money for Israel. And we and, and we, we, gen- have- we generally associate the word Kolel with uh, you know, Torah study and supporting those who are scholars. Was that the arrangement, or it, it, it has that name so, for a different reason? So the, 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 the term Kolel literally means community, right. like Kehilat. It's actually, Kolel means to the inclusion of, 
Kulanu Kulanu Keachad is uh, um, uh, the the source of the word Kolo. Later, it became a borrowed term that became a uh, institution of higher education for right. learning for Avrechim. But that was a, that, but that came at a much later time. Rabbi Zalman Duchman is with us live via telephone. So now today, is this a fund? Is Kolel Chabad a fund that goes specifically for Chabad families in Israel? All families in Israel. What happens on a regular basis, uh, even? before the war when it comes to Kolel Chabad? So just, just like everybody knows that Chabad um, serves the entire Jewish community. I mean, Chabad is uh, um, uh, antithetical to, uh, in, to being insular, but quite the opposite. Everybody knows that they find an open door by Chabad. The same thing is Kolel Chabad. We serve all of Kolel Yisrael across. We work with uh, um, the uh, institutions across Israel, a lot with the Israeli government where we're able to scale. And serve a lot of people, and all throughout, and we work with, um, in partnership with many municipalities. So even before October seventh, we had a very, we built out a very strong food card infrastructure that allowed us to quickly scale up. Um, we have um, 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 not much different than uh, what people would recognize in the United States food stamps card that could be used for food. So we have an identical system that it's accepted in almost every store and supermarket oh, wow. in Eric Israel. And when October 7th happened, we were easily able to reach out to some of the other stores, large department stores, to allow our cards to be used in their stores too. Today with modern technology, it's a matter of hours. So we were easily able to... uh, we were easily able to give out our cards to families as they came off the as they came off the the, uh, the buses. To they were left with nothing. Now people don't even realize right. um, uh, when these people left their homes, the the uh, the terrorists stole their credit cards and they were using their cards in Gaza. So even those that had money, the uh, it was all stopped. So they were really had nothing. Now, there's a fascinating story that I think is very interesting. Some of your listeners will find interesting. The actual physical cards was printed, is printed in the Eri printer. Kibbutz Eri, one of the hardest hit um, villages, <coughs> there, one of their major companies is a printing company with security. They print checks. They print um, uh, um, driver's licenses. They print um, credit cards for Israel cards and other cards. And they also print our cards, and they also do the magnetic and the security coding within it. So the, uh, when they, obviously they were attacked, um, we needed to get access. We had a whole bunch of cards that were printed right before Sokos Torah that we needed to pick it up. The owner of the Be'eri printer told us, really fascinating, that when they went, they felt that they had to reopen because as to motivate that we're going to continue, we're here to stay. The first project they did two days after, they, they came by bus from uh, the, the, the Be'eri, Kibbutz Be'eri, those that survived was, on, was, was by the uh, Dead Sea. They came by bus from the Dead Sea to open up. The first project they actually did was to magnetize our card. The following day, he came to the hotel that you're talking about the Wednesday after, and they were giving out cards to the families of the Eri, the cards that he magnetized the day before. And he says, for the first time in my life, I was on a receiving end because he's a successful you know, business person, never needed any help from anybody. And over here, they handed him a card that he magnetized the day before. And he said that never did he, he says until that point, 
the card was just a piece of plastic, and this changed to something much more meaningful. Wow! Yeah, and, we were the <clears throat> we were there in Barry and saw the printing press, and we were told of people who went back to work the moment they finished Shiva, because obviously so many people lost immediate relatives. And, uh, and yeah, that was one of the most important. It's one of the reasons that people from around the world are now printing things there because they are trying to support uh, the printing uh, company there to whatever degree they can. Um, so uh, while food banks have always been valuable, uh, obviously it's a, uh, you know, it's a difficult operation because you need a lot of supplies, uh, you know, pe- just people coming to collect the food. Um, you know, it, it, it always, uh, you know, creates different challenges. So here you have these cards that are being accepted in all these different stores, which is amazing. And within minutes, you can get somebody uh, one of these cards. And, uh, you know, at, at the same with the same amount of time, they can go and start shopping and uh, have everything uh, that they need for their families. So you've created a system that really uh, has worked its way around the traditional food bank. What did you say? Yeah, so the, the, the biggest part of it is both the scalability and also dignity. I think we, we live to, dignity is extremely important. We believe that it's our schos. It's a schos for us to be able to help another Jew. And we have to find the most dignified way to help them. And when they go into a supermarket and just like, you know, to take out a piece of plastic, you swipe the plastic, it's irrelevant. So it could be a credit card. It could be another. They go into the same store and they buy the same products. Um, So we find it as a much more efficient, effective and dignified way to help. And we could help tens of thousands of people in a much quicker, easier way. And families also could get um, uh, what they need, what they want. You know, Ashkenazim have one set, one set of preferences and inspire them to eat differently and different homes and different communities have different Hashkacha needs and has different... <clears throat> so each person could really get what they want and it really gives a uh, big opportunity um, for it. But I think and, also and another you, thing is that... Now, as I say, you're, and you're able to service people all around the entire country. I mean, from north to south, east to west, is you, you basically can can provide... Um, necessities for people in all areas of Israel. Correct. We could do it swiftly. We could do it efficiently. We could do it effectively. And and it's and it's scalable. That means uh, it, we, we, as long as we have the ability to, uh, to to fund what's behind it, then it, we could we, it could grow. The the incremental adding to the to just another card isn't much because we have we have, we have our own data center. Our data we have a, our own data center that's connected directly into the ISRA card system and directly into. Uh, our database that will be able to serve it. And there's literally, without exaggeration, hundreds of thousands of families in Eretz Yisrael that benefit. And then come Yontif, we could always give out, you know, an extra, either how, an, an, an extra part. Yeah, how large is your budget? How, what's your annual budget? Koch about annual, Koch today, um, uh, for 2023, obviously we had a major increase due to, uh, due to uh, the war, so we hope we hope that it's not going to be continued as 175 million dollars. Unbelievable! All right, how do people support Kolel Chabad, which uh, many people I bet until now thought they were literally supporting Kolel families? Uh, uh, Rabbi Duchman, you have uh, revealed to us the uh, the actual uh, mission of Kolel Chabad, which is to provide uh, basic necessities, allow people.
people to shop for their needs uh, to whatever degree they need, and uh, people all over Israel literally supporting people uh, of uh, you know, who are in a needy situation all over Israel to the tune, as you just described, of $175 million per year. How do people support the work of Kol Chabad and literally help feed people in Israel? So, number one, the easy, first thing is the easiest way is to always go to uh, your uh, um, uh, to, to, to the inter- to internet and either if it's Bing or Google and search Kolol Chabad. We spell it with a C, C-O-L-E-L, the old way, Chabad. <laughs> or just if you spell it with a K, Google will help you find it to our website. And one could contribute over there directly to families. Um, that's, um, uh, that's the easiest. There's also we have a Pushka app very uh, unique thing that we have where people, um, the uh, Balatanya says that every time a Yid gives Tzaka, every Maitka has Tzaka, every action of Tzaka brings Bracha to Kal Yisrael. So we created an app for that that mimics the old Pushka, the physical Fiat Pushka, and you could download it together near the the, uh, the Nachum Siegel app. You could have for every morning as you start listening to uh, the uh, beautiful uh, Nachum Siegel show, you can give a few cents into the stock, the pushka, and then when the pushka is full, it's connected to your credit card and be able to empty it. And that is go to your favorite app store, either the uh, um, Google Play Store or the App Store, and you can download the call pushka. Just search pushka, and you will find the call about pushka there. And of course, and of course, anyone going to Eretz Yisrael now is Yeshiva Week. If you're in Eretz Yisrael, you can go to Pantry Packers. Pantry Packers is our volunteer program in Yerushalayim in Eretz Yisrael, where you could roll up your sleeves and get busy in Pantry Packers. That's a great experience of Chesed for the entire family. And most importantly, I think is is for us to continue talking to other people about, to uh, find ways to discuss how we could help. Because I think never before. As we felt this closeness, Ka Yisrael felt so close um, on a physical level with the, the technology together within the front lines. And even though in the first weeks after October 7th, you saw <laughs> amazing chesed and amazing creativity of chesed, the fact is the day-to-day, the long-term operations and helping the uh, Yisomim and Almanos and the families that are affected every single day is going to rely on the long-standing institutions. Uh, All the excitement is going... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. The excitement is uh, beautiful. It was very motivating, very engaging to see all creative stuck ideas. But we all know that everyone's going to have to... That slowly, people, we have to go back to regular life and the day-to-day help that help these families, the families, the ones that are going to be there for the long term is the long-standing institutions. Go to kolelchabad.org, C-O-L-E-L, chabad.org. They are literally caring for Israel's needy. They're doing it for uh, over 200 years, which is unbelievable. And uh, as you heard, with a budget the size that they have, they're able to uh, really feed and give basic necessities and food uh, to families all over Israel with the unique system they've set up. Check it out, everybody. Go to kolelchabad.org, C-O-L-E-L, chabad.org. By Zalman Duchman is Director of Development for Kolel Chabad. Thank you so much for joining us, Kolel Kavod, and continued success in helping those in need. Thank you so much for having me. And may you be welcome to report on the final Geula speedily. Amen, amen. Oh boy, I take that bracha very seriously and I thank you for that.